Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Talk Box. I'm your host Annabelle Wang, and today I'm joined by Katie Han. Woo! Round two. Yes, round two. If you guys don't know her, she's from the first episode of my podcast, and she's back. But we're talking through FaceTime because lockdown sucks. So we're not breaking any social distancing rules, and we're going to be recording it through FaceTime. So I hope you guys enjoy. I've been gone for a while, but it's because I've been super busy with finals and moving out of college. But the super exciting thing is we're both done with finals. Yes, we are. And done with sophomore year. Yes. So I'm going to be back with more episodes, hopefully now that I have more time. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, For this episode, we're going to be talking about something that we both really enjoy, and it's music. Music! Yes, um, we're both, we were both in band in like half our life. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. But it did not start with band for either of us. Um when when did you start with music did you start you started before like, like yeah middle so, school and stuff right like the classic asian kid that i am i started piano lessons when i was five. Oh my god same wow <laughs> <laughs> um and that has been a wild ride i've had like a teacher quit on me oh my god quitting on the teacher like the teacher was so frustrated with me because i would never practice so like my lesson time would be my practice time oh and so like every time that she would come to our house like she would she was driving to our house from irvine which is maybe like 20 30 minutes from where we lived at the time that's amazing and so and what's funny yeah, I know. What's funny is that my dad and I, we were just chilling. Like, we were going to the grocery store at H Mart, and we saw an ad for her, like, saying that she's giving out piano lessons. Like, you know one of those things where it's, like, you pull down oh, the tab of paper yeah. with, like, the phone number and, like, piano yeah. lessons? Yeah, she had an ad on H Mart um, wow. because I was no longer her student. Oh, so that was after you After quit. I quit. Or she quit or, on no, you. No, after I, yeah, after she quit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but then I continued um, because we had a, like, someone at church who also taught piano. So she continued after the other lady quit on me. And let me tell you, she got frustrated at me too. But it's kind of weird because, you know, like, usually if you're going to someone's house to teach piano, you would go straight to the piano and, like, get started, right? But no, this woman went straight to our kitchen used our Keurig machine and made herself coffee every time she came over to our house for lessons. I think she was in it for the coffee then, not for Low you. key. But like, anyways, <laughs> that is the start of it. And then I also, <laughs> I took guitar lessons in fourth grade with my dad. And so like, we took it together from this one guy. Oh. Um, but he actually stopped teaching us. Um, and then later we found out that he went to jail oh my for gosh oh selling yeah fake ids <laughs> so you can tell my history with music teachers is very um interesting lots of different weird people oh my gosh so you're pretty self-learned now then yeah so 
since then, like, guitar-wise, ever since, like, those, like, two or three lessons in fourth grade, I learned from YouTube, and there's this one channel called Mahalo, which, <laughs> let me shout them out real quick, Mahalo <laughs> on YouTube, you started my guitar career. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of where music started, and I always liked singing, I guess, from like the beginning i never got any like formal lessons or anything but she's but good yeah. yeah go check out my soundcloud oh Katie yeah G1 Hard. you're writing a song now <laughs> um yeah How has that so been? i haven't worked on it since like week two of quarantine um so that's but now that's you have going. so much time yes so watch out for her drop maybe <laughs> well as for me, I also started piano lessons when I was five, but I've actually stayed with one teacher like for years and she taught me piano and violin. So she was like our pianist at our church and like our church, the church that I went to was like very small. So we knew like everyone. And then so she started teaching me piano. And oh my gosh, I was going to ask like, have has your teacher ever like you know how like when you're playing piano you have to get your fingers like arched and everything so then have your has your teacher ever put like pencils under your hand like on the keys to not like standing up like laying the pencils on the keys no really no okay wait no i hope it doesn't sound as scary as it does it's like laying the pianos like on the keys under your fingers so like your fingers don't touch the pencil so to make sure that your fingers are arched. I like specifically remember that. Do she doing that. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, she was a good teacher. I really liked her. And then she also taught me she taught me piano until like hmm, maybe like third grade or fourth grade. And then I started learning violin from her because my parents were like, Why not? Let's let's put her in violin. And then I did violin for like a couple of years and then I was like no strings are hard so I switched to clarinet um in fifth grade when our elementary school was like everybody has to choose either band or choir and I was like band you did wait did you do band no I did choir oh. and that's why to this day I can sing the state's oh, in yeah. alphabetical order. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I sadly did not yes. know that. But yeah, I chose clarinet in fifth grade and then I stayed with it ever since. And I still play clarinet in college. But yeah, um, for me, I feel like band definitely impacted me the most. And I feel like I mean, I feel like I, I fell in love with band harder than you did. <laughs> mm, that is for sure. That is very true. Oh, yeah. You didn't mention that you played French horn. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so I started band in seventh grade. Um, and that was kind of weird. I chose the French horn. And, like, who goes into band in seventh grade and they're like, I want to play the French horn. Well, you know. You did. I I did. Um, but it was low-key because one of my best friends at the time, her older sister, 
played the French horn, and she wanted to play the French horn, so I was like, oh, I want to play the French horn. <laughs> and so that's how I got involved in that. And then I, um, my career with my French horn has ended um, in 2018. I sold her. Um, Cry. For, yeah, for a good amount of money. Did, wait, did you, like, sell it to, like, someone you personally knew or you were just like, I'm selling a French horn? Oh, I sold it to um, someone I personally knew. Oh, okay. Their kid was in middle school, and oh. their mom liked the French horn, so they're like, I want my child to play Dude, it, give it to me. I remember you had, like, a big box. Like, your yeah. case was, like, a box. Yeah, so um, my French horn was a screwbell. <laughs> screwbell. <laughs> um, so that means that, like, the bell of the horn can, like, come off. So I was able to fit it into a box case, but then I I hated it. <laughs> I have so many scars on my like the back of my calves from the point of the box just like hitting me oh when I'm walking. Oh my. Yeah. But it's fine. It's it fine. It was a great experience playing the French horn. She's gone now. Middle and high school. Yeah. yeah. So like we have very differing music impacts, but it's great. Speaking of different music tastes, what what is your music taste? Do you have one? I don't. I don't think I can say I have a taste. Um, I, my music's kind of all over the place. Like I love jazz, like Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, and those are like very like basic jazz artists. And I also um, I like just chill and acoustic r&b some like alternative i don't i honestly don't really listen that much to like top 40 but i would say that tiktok has invaded my playlists recently oh my god definitely (laughs) so and like i feel like a lot of people these days are like oh my god tiktok ruined this song for me but i'm like no not really good songs on yeah there. there are my current favorite song right now is from TikTok. Or not from TikTok, but like there's there's Blew been a lot TikTok. of videos using this sound. And it's mm-hmm. by the Peachtree Rascals. And it's called Mariposa. You guys should listen to it. It's really good. I like seriously love this song right now. But it's from TikTok. And so like all y'all TikTok music haters out there, they're good. I mean, like, you don't have to like them, but then just because it's on TikTok doesn't make it not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel like TikTok is, like, doing a good thing. It's, like, blowing up a lot of, like, songs that maybe people wouldn't have discovered if it wasn't for TikTok. So don't hate on it, guys. Don't hate on it. Yes, appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that Bill Clinton trend thing. Mm. Yeah, if you don't know what the trend was, it's like, I don't know where it came from, but it was like this picture of Bill Clinton with like, what are those, like, record albums? Yeah. Yeah, and then you can like, paste like, the albums that you like onto those record mm-hmm. albums. So that was like going around and then people would like tag each other um, to like, so that you would put your own like music, what your favorite albums are. And that never got around to us, sadly. Or not sadly. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yes, sadly. I, for one, out of all 
of those trends that have been happening on Instagram stories, I wanted to do this one. And you should have just done it. Like <laughs> Honestly, I should have just screenshotted some random persons and then been like, oh my god, thanks for tagging me. And then name's just not even on own, it. <laughs> yeah, just like put my own <laughs> albums up there. But like literally some like Keith got tagged in this challenge and I saw from someone else and I was so sad that Keith didn't do it because I knew he would have tagged me if he did it. He would But I was so close to being able to do this trend, but I never got to. But it's fine. It's You know, it's it's totally okay. He's kind of fake. He's kind of fake for not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been doing anything that anyone has been tagging him in. So Okay, but I, mean, I haven't either. I, like, got tagged in the... the Draw like, the tomato? I did. You might have tagged me in that. I drew a tomato. No one drew the tomato. And it ended at me. (laughs) You killed it. (laughs) No, and I also got tagged in, like, the women's, like, appreciation. I didn't even get tied in that. I was like, does no one think I'm pretty? (laughs) So all in all, these trends have kind of been hurting our feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, why isn't anyone tagging me Am I just like, does no one like me? Or like, am I not appreciated as a woman or appreciated for my music taste? <laughs> like, just no one has been reached. Like, yeah, no one has been reaching out to me. <laughs> this no, I'm just kidding. Been it's rough. <laughs> it's been so rough. But you know what? It's fine. Um, well, for me, I have not been tagged in that Bill Clinton thing. Um, I'm kind of glad that I didn't. <laughs> not sure what i would have put um because my music taste it revolves around k-pop and recently we've been talking about what my music like taste is and (laughs) i've come to the conclusion that my music taste is just music that i like and that's basically it i don't listen to music i don't like and i listen to music i like so it's very very like it varies because like my Spotify, I would listen to like, like chill music, K-pop. I do listen to like some top forty stuff when I'm in the mood for it. Not as much, but I do. That's, yeah. yeah. That's <clears throat> Lo-fi, especially when you're yes. studying. Um, yes. Yeah, that's like kind of. I I get a lot of like chill music from your playlists. Oh, if you guys want to oh, check okay. out Katie's Spotify playlist. It's under yes, Katie G One Hot. Yeah, she has some yes. good chill playlists on there. If you want to check it out, ten out of ten recommend. Yeah, please don't yes. look into my playlist because unless you like K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> but and here's the thing about Spotify playlists: I feel like there are lots of people out there who are like so exclusive about their playlists, and they're like oh, like, I found this song first, so it's, like, my song. (laughs) And it's just, like, no. Yeah. It's not. A lot of people listen to very similar types of music, and if your playlist is out there, like, there's no need for you to be, like, oh, my God, don't listen to my playlist. Yeah, especially if it's, like, a public playlist. Like, bro, come on. Yeah, like, I mean, like, if you really wanted to, like, make your music taste private, then make it private. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm just kidding, guys. That that was all a joke. Um, that was all a joke. She was not. Joking. I'm totally kidding. Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Don't be. 
Don't be petty about like, that. Like, don't be protective yeah. over music, you know? Music is Everyone for has the all. right to listen to whatever music they want. <laughs> music brings us together. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking about K-pop. Yes. I'm very excited to talk about this. I know you are. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I've been, like, on this, in this K-pop hole for years literal years i'm kind of in like i'm i gotta say i'm a little embarrassed about how long i've been in this and how people have jumped on this trend and also left (laughs) but (laughs) i started like i mean k-pop is like a big kind of big part of our culture yeah especially being as like asian americans it's kind of made its way into the western world so i thought that we could talk about how amazing it is Yes. And for me, it started, <clears throat> I started listening to K-pop, like, when I was, I want to say fifth grade. That was, like, my entry into it. And do you remember, did did you, like? I actually did listen to K-pop, like, in elementary school. Because I honestly, I was, like, pretty surrounded by, like, early K-pop. Yeah, like, well, okay, yeah, because you're Korean. and Yeah, you know, and like, so... Was it because of your family, or...? Um, I think it would honestly just be, like, if my dad was watching something on TV, like, Girls' Generation would be there, or, like, the brown-eyed <laughs> girls, or, like, things oh, like, yeah. you know? Like, it's just, like... It was just kind of part of, like, the back... It was in the background. And, like, my brother used to listen to, like, Epic High. Mm. Um, thing, like, groups like that oldies yeah so um i was just kind of surrounded by that i guess but then i didn't really like get into k-pop until 2017 <laughs> i love that you are very specific about it <laughs> yes the summer i have a playlist on my spotify it's called summer 2017 when a certain that's man... when i fell in love that is the summer like when you when you think of like summer and like summer love like the summer of 2017 (laughs) is like the one (laughs) you know what i mean when people talk about their summer flings but yours is (laughs) i don't know mine was more than just a fling like i (laughs) it was life yeah (laughs) i was like slowly exposed to k-pop in increments like throughout Mm -hmm. that whole entire year like starting from January, but mm-hmm. really like that summer. Oh, that that was that's where. Why don't you it reveal who this man is? Um, yeah. So he's five eleven, <laughs> and he has really nice big hands. <laughs> hands. He has a really deep voice. Um, and he's a rapper. And he's so artsy-fartsy and, like, soft. And he has a dog. So your type, your style. He loves his mom. (laughs) Are you sure you're not just talking about Keith now? Um, yeah, no, it's Keith. Um, so I actually started falling in love with Keith before I even met him. Before I even knew I was going to go to Boston University, you know? It's fate. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Keith. Um, but yeah, I 
fell in love with BTS the summer of 2017, and my bias is RM, Kim Namjoon, Rap Monster. You already know who it is. I think K-pop really is an investment. Like, you have to have time for it. Because, like, you gotta, you gotta watch all of the, the V-Live videos and the dance practices. And then if they have, like, a documentary coming out, you have to watch it. And if they have a concert, you gotta go. And, you like, every go. time a, yeah, every time a new song drops, like, you have to, you have to watch it. And so, all throughout, like, senior year of high school, that's what I was doing. I watched YouTube, like, all the time but i remember like back when i um watched youtube like all the time like k-pop on youtube Mm. there were these videos like the moment that like my bias became my bias like those weren't the exact titles but you know what i'm talking about right it's like the moment where you like fell in love and like they became your bias and like i was thinking i was like i have that moment like if you go on youtube (laughs) And you type in dope BTS and you go to Rat Monsters part. I watch that on repeat like every single day for like maybe a week. And <laughs> I was like, he's the one for me. Like he he is my favorite. <laughs> I like distinctly remember you like like just having that life changing moment and you would like not stop talking about it. Yeah, and so, like, I used to refuse to, like, get into K-pop. And I was like, I'm not going to go down this hole. And, like, even though I'm Korean, like, I don't have to listen to it. Yeah. But I ended up falling in love and (laughs) listening to it forever. (laughs) How about your experience, Annabelle? (laughs) Well, for me, like I said, I got into it in fifth grade. And it's all because of my cousin who lives in Taiwan and, like, I mean, in Taiwan, K-pop is, like, a bigger thing. Um, so she, like, found this group called Double S 501. Do you know them? Have you heard of them? <laughs> no. Okay, but you might have, you might know the, one of the members is, um, he was in Boys Over Flowers. Kim oh. Hyun Jung. Okay. I don't know if you, okay, yeah. Yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, anyways. Told, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... Or not him. Um, my cousin found that group and then she was like, hey, you should like listen to them. And then I started liking that group. And then after that, my cousin found Shiny. It was like, I think in eighth, like seventh or eighth grade. And then she was like, hey, you should listen to Shiny. And then I became obsessed with them. And then after that, I just like started because like Shiny's from SM, the company. And then so I started like liking a lot of the SM groups. I was a fan of EXO. <laughs> I had a really embarrassing Instagram mm-hmm. handle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, why, anyways, don't you, why don't you talk to us about that? <laughs> what What was that handle? <laughs> well, when I w- was a Shiny fan, my Instagram username was underscore Shiny 99 underscore. And then when I become an EXO <laughs> fan... It was underscore exotic 99 underscore. Oh, my god! <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh um, and then I think after... Oh, yeah. I, like, was a fan of EXO until um, maybe, like, freshman year or, like, sophomore year That's of high school. crazy. Like, to yeah. me, K-pop didn't really exist. <laughs> that, and that's so weird, isn't it? Like, yeah, and, like, I fell out of it 
in the beginning of high school i think it was just because like i don't know maybe i got like busy and i was just like yeah. oh oh also because like at the time exo was like falling apart like members were leaving and i was like uh-huh. oh my god like i'm oh yeah didn't exo used to be huge yeah they were big i went to um a k-con maybe like i think 2013 a k-con concert yeah and they were i went because of them and I they were there yeah so that was like i've never i that was the only time i saw exo live but it was cool um but yeah i think like after they started falling apart i was like okay i'm just gonna take a break <laughs> and then like <laughs> high school was busy and then in 2016 i actually remember it too like 2016 i started getting back for some reason maybe because i think i got back on like twitter and like k-pop is like big on twitter and then i just like i rem- that was when blackpink debuted and then i saw like a video of like boombaya and i was like wait this sounds pretty good and then i got back that was how i fell back into the hole i just gotta say though that on twitter it. there are some places where k-pop just shows up and it doesn't belong there <laughs> like you'll and people get annoyed of it yeah no because like you'll see a post about like mcdonald's and then like you scroll down through the comments it's like oh my god like jimin is like so cute and he's like a cute little mochi and then they put like a gif of jimin yeah yeah i always see like <laughs> like fan cams popping up or like people talking about how annoying k-pop stands are i'm like oof i can there are, I there are different degrees here like if you're at oh, that yeah. level where you're like posting on random posts that don't apply to k-pop like you're a little like yeah mm. i can understand how as a non-stan yes that can be annoying yes but yeah um after i got back in i like i listened to blackpink a lot and then i was introduced to the group my favorite group which is twice twice i've twice i like have liked them since and like beginning of 2017 i i like remember the first comeback that i like like um i don't know followed i guess Uh of theirs it was like knock knock Mm-hmm. It was like beginning of 2017. That's and crazy. then oh, and then like I dragged my friend Hallie or our friend Hallie into K-pop because when I found out bl- about Blackpink, I was like, "Hallie, you should listen to this." And then that was when she fell down the hole as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she thanks me for it. But um <laughs> she she also started like liking BTS and then I think the time at the time when Knock Knock was coming out, um BTS's spring day was coming out mm. i think it was like the day it was like very similar or very close mm. comeback days and i remember like the both of us were um at all state um honor band and like we roomed together and then we woke up early to like get like catch the music video when it dropped that was how committed we were yeah I remember that just shows how far down the hole we were. Yeah, you. I remember that you guys were very, very invested in it, and I was like, okay, so what are these people so crazy about? And yeah. Then, oh, cause oh yeah, we like got in like a couple months before you did, right? Yeah. 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 And so I was like, no, I'm not. No, that's not for me. Like, mm. <laughs> and then I, it just happened, and I remember when I got into BTS, like they just finished or not finished, they they were, like, finishing up their Wings tour. 
And I remember that, like, a lot of people were, like, going to Wings concerts. Like, there was one at the Honda Center in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mind you, this is when they were not that big. Or, like, they were pretty big at this point, but not, like, as big as they are now. So that's why, like, the Honda Center, you know? Like, not even Staples. The Honda Center. <laughs> yeah, and I know, right? I remember I was like, oh, my God. Like, that summer, I was just so sad I was like why didn't I get into them earlier why didn't I get into that concert like now they're gonna blow up and I'm never gonna get into their concert like it's never gonna happen but but you little did I know (laughs) September of 2018 I went to the love yourself tour concert and that night I cried I bawled and it was probably one of the best nights of my life like oh yes it was so a concert good. is yeah concerts was, are like life-changing bro yeah it was so emotional and like i've been to um the kcon concert so i got to see like twice and 17 oh, yeah. beforehand you facetimed me yeah i remember because you saw twice live before me. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so i didn't cry at that one but at the bts one i definitely cried like they were different level yeah and i think honestly even going then i got lucky because um nowadays like they're performing at like huge stadiums and like arenas and like even if you get a good seat you're gonna be really far away from them but like in that moment i had a bad seat but i was still close to them like this like prudential center in new jersey is kind of small but really tall so, like, I was in the first row of a, like, um, what do you call those? They're, like, balconies, I guess? I was in the first row of the highest tier of balconies. But even then, I was still super close. Like, I felt close. But, you like, now, close. if I go to, like, the MetLife Stadium or, like, the Rose Bowl, like, I'm going to be, like, pretty good seats and they're going to be, like, ants. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so I feel like, I feel like being in that being in like a huge concert that yeah feel it gets really emotional cool. like yeah. you're just like with all these people and they're not even like some of them don't even know the words some of them might be new but then like they're all just singing and it's just like oh my god it's so beautiful <laughs> did you meet like friends or not friends like did you like talk to anyone um, other fans no okay i the people sitting around me were not very t- like i wanted to make friends I but bet you did. The people around me were like just not that enthusiastic, I would say. Aww. Even yeah. during the concert? I mean, I'm sure they were, but I was the only person oh. like screaming and crying. <laughs> you were that person. Yeah, and like they were also like they were cut like the people next to me were kinda younger, so they had their parents with them. Mm. And so like <laughs> I yeah. would just be screaming and the parents would be looking at me all weird, but it's okay. <laughs> you know what? That's okay because you're there for BTS. Yeah. Not for anyone else. <laughs> yes. Um, I also was lucky that I got to go to a couple concerts. I went to a Blackpink concert. Um, oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. I... I low-key also sometimes forget about that. <laughs> but no, because, like, I, I'm not, like, a huge, huge, huge fan. But I, I like, really like them and I like their musics. And, like, 
this was during freshman year of college and then my one of my like family friends he was going with his friend but then his friend dropped out so he was like selling a ticket and I was like you know what why not it's like like I have time that day I'll go and so it was at the the LA forum and we were literally at like like maybe like the fifth to last row but honestly the LA forum is like it's not it's, small, it, right? it's pretty good it's kind of small but like i feel like any seat you get to see like a good view of yeah it. no that's the good thing about like smaller venues mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're we're like way in the back but i was still able to like see them and it was good yeah but i also got to see twice live <laughs> last summer yes literally one of the best days of my life i Got to see them also in the LA Forum. And I went with Hallie and then two of our other friends. Um, and I got better seats than the Blackpink concert. But wow, that that day, so good. We also met such nice people. Like originally when I bought the tickets, um, my like it was like my seat was in front of Hallie's. So we were in two separate rows. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we were planning to like see if we could switch with people around us so that me and Hallie could sit together. Yeah. And then so like when we got there, I was sitting next to these two like older women kind of. <laughs> and then we were like like talking and just like about like oh like what our favorite groups are or whatever. And then they noticed that we were like sitting separately. Like they knew we were, me and Hallie were friends. Mm-hmm. And then right before the concert was about to start, they were like do you want to switch with us like you can sit next to your friend and i was like wait like really because i i like didn't have the heart to ask them because they were two people and like we me and so Hallie did they people. end up sitting separately yeah they like offered they oh, were like wow. like just switch with us switch with us yeah so like me and Hallie got to sit next to each other wow. and then they were sitting separately and i was like you're so nice so nice yeah and like that was a that was a good day like honestly okay i don't know if like you it was like this at the center that you were at, but the like noise level in the concert venue was like the loudest. <laughs> it was like piercing. Like I, I've never experienced like noise that loud before. Yeah, like, no, just it's for, like music loud. from the speakers. It's definitely loud, but yeah, I felt like it was like a godly presence because it's so loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. Ugh. Yeah, I I went with um. My roommate and friend Vivian to the BTS mm-hmm. concert. We actually, like, I was at BU at the time. So I made sure I bought the tickets for New Jersey because I knew I was going to be in school. So we took a train from Boston to New Jersey and then got an Airbnb in a really sketchy neighborhood, which, like, I'm sorry, Vivian, if you're listening. Like, I know it was really bad. It was really sketchy. <laughs> but um, we we made it out alive. Yeah, we stayed one night. And mm-hmm. then we, ca- like... We caught a train super early the next morning to go back to Boston. So, was it a weekend? It was a weekend, right? Like not a school day or Yeah. It was it was Saturday night mm-hmm. and the train ride took about like four hours ish. So we ride. like got to New Jersey at like honestly a couple of hours before the concert took an uber to our airbnb and then took an uber back to the prudential center oh my god but catching an uber after the concert was horrifying oh like we had it like everyone was waiting for an uber and like we all just didn't know like 
whose is whose and like it was so hectic we waited for like 30 minutes maybe for our uber to come but a perk though of us waiting was we got to see like bts come out like leave the stadium in their cars so like their windows are super tinted but you can see figures like you just know like it's them it has to be them like saw the cars but not them yeah so like okay I have videos, but if you look really, if you like pause second by second, <laughs> you can make out like head shapes. It's definitely the them in the car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah. I wanted to stay, but like, I don't know. I just, I don't like like being in like, like very crowded and like, uh-huh. people, like pushing around. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't like being in those environments. So then we just left early. Yeah. But like recently the the twice documentary of their world tour came out on youtube and i saw videos of like fans waiting for them coming out of like i'm pretty sure they like got videos of them coming out of la form i was like oh my gosh i was there there." i remember jungkook he has like his like filming hobby and he chose the concert mm-hmm. that I went to to like film and document and then put it on Big Hit. So really? I was like, oh my God, like I'm at that concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so cool. Yeah, hopefully we get to go to another yeah. concert. I honestly, though, like I haven't been following up with K pop like ever since that concert. Like that was the, the peak. Mm-hmm. And then, like, since I got so busy in college, mm-hmm. like I didn't have time to like watch comebacks or like be updated Mm -hmm. with like fans about what's going on so i've kind of i still listen to like old songs like honestly like k-pop is my workout playlist like i listen to k-pop when i work out um so i haven't listened to it like on a regular basis but like getting into k-pop introduced me to like other types of korean music too um so I listen to like K R and B, and like K chill kind of vibes. I listen to those so, when I study. I like yeah. Those so vibes. it introduced me to those artists, yeah. I guess. Um, and I listen to those a lot more than I do K pop now. But K pop has definitely influenced my life <laughs> very much. Unlike her, I have still been keeping up with many. Yes. Things. <laughs> yes, and I, you have. I think I'm like the only one in like like the friends that like our group and like my friends I'm like basically the only one that's still as obsessed and as big of a fan involved. yeah as involved but you know it's that's fine it's my life but like yeah. I remember when like standing k-pop was like cringy or like oh you stand k-pop like i remember oh, yeah i remember in middle school i would literally like argue with my friends who liked one direction and like i oh. I still like i was a fan of k-pop and they're like like no one direction's like so much better than like shiny or exo and i would get angry i would like actually get angry <laughs> and i like i like we would talk about we would like post about it on facebook so i get those memories sometimes i'm like oh my god like why did we like <laughs> why were we like this <laughs> and it, but like look at it like now k-pop is like like big in the western world and i'm like wow how times have changed you know 
Yeah, for real. K-pop has become so huge. And honestly, like, when I went to the BTS concert, I'm sure that, like, more than half of the people there were not Asian. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's kind of crazy to see how many people who don't even, like, understand necessarily have, like, become so involved in K-pop. And, like, I've seen so many, like, news stories where it's, like, oh, BTS is becoming, like, the next, like, Beatles Mm -hmm. and, like, there's a lot of questions. Like, every single time they go into an interview with someone, they're like, oh, so, like, how do you guys think that you, like, became famous, like, internationally, like, not just in Korea? And then, like, J-Hope will be like, oh, my God, thank you so much <laughs> to the fans. Like, I love you. <laughs> but anyways, like, I honestly, I feel like a lot of people, especially for BTS, because they got big really fast, they say, like, oh, BTS's, like, messages through their songs and their music is so, like, profound and they're so relatable and they talk about such hard topics and I think that's why they became so international. But I I would have to disagree with that because a lot of music talks about things right. that are profound mm-hmm. and it has to be more than that for someone of a language that you don't even speak to become famous. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's, like, honestly, it started as a trend. And obviously these people are very attractive. And they dance in sync. And they sing well and they rap well. Like, what more can you ask for? It's the talent. Yeah. Like, honestly. And, like, the I work think, ethic. and I Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, how much they, um, like, support and interact with their fans as well. Like, people have said that, too. I think that's mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not like, oh, they talk about like things like depression and the struggles of being a young adult in today's society. Like, mm, that's like I a don't plus. Think so. Yeah, but I don't think that's what got them here. Right. You know? I think like just K-pop in general was like something new, something like it's like the world of K-pop is so different from how Western like celebrities like work and live and just like the way I don't know like like k-pop idols they are so much more involved with like their fans and they like like do specific things for their fans they release specific things for their fans but then like for western celebrities it's like very different and it's not yeah but i think there are also definitely problems with the k-pop industry oh definitely yeah so yeah not just glorifying cons to both oh yeah for sure for sure but and in general it just like yeah, I remember when it started getting big. And I was like, huh, interesting. I never thought that this, I would see this day. Oh, also, yeah. side note, did you know that the Obamas are hosting a virtual graduation for the class of 2020 and BTS is performing in, like, that graduation ceremony? I'm sorry, what? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> the freaking Obamas are hosting it and BTS is, like, part of that. Oh my god, I love Barack and Michelle. They're <laughs> awesome. They're they're just awesome. Like, can we give him another term? Like, can Honestly. we just write a bill to give Obama one more term? <laughs> just just one. I know. <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah, but they're such genuine, kind people. And the fact that BTS is all the better. You know, it's just, that's perfect. That's That's just perfect. I'm kind of sad that I'm not graduating this year now wow really for bts well no i'm just kidding 
but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Congrats to all the graduates. Congrats. Oh wait. Oh my God. Graduators. Graduates. I just said graduates. graduates. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Congrats to all the graduates. Yes. God. <laughs> God, Annabelle. Gosh. Oh yeah. I forgot to ask this. Um, do you feel like, like as a Korean, do you feel like proud? to see k-pop being integrated Mm. into the western world or how do you feel about it i mean honestly i i do like feel a sense of korean pride because i'm korean and my dad is huge on like korean pride every time korea comes up on the news like especially during this like coronavirus like how a lot of news outlets have been saying like Korea has been like a really good model during a time of crisis and my dad's like yeah that's my country like that's Korea (laughs) Katie you need to be proud that you're Korean and I'm just like yeah I I am proud like and I think that like k-pop has really helped me become more in tune with like learning the language and the culture more and like speaking it with my dad especially um, so, I mean, honestly, K-pop hasn't been, like, embarrassing at all, I don't think. It's definitely been mm. a good thing. But I have been called mm-hmm. a Korea-boo. And I'm just like, is that possible for me to be a Korea-boo if I am Korean? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. What? If you say so. What? But anyways, I guess, like, because I'm Korean-American, that makes, like, all the difference. But... <laughs> Um, uh, I guess so. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it's like embarrassing or anything. I think it's something that should be embraced, and it's super cool that a lot of people are into Korean culture these days. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my country, my homies. I know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also like Korea has been popping off with Korean dramas too. So like, I'm definitely proud oh, of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, that's also something to talk about. Yeah. Especially now because, like, so many dramas are being featured on Netflix. I think that's yes. so, so convenient and so nice. Like, I remember Netflix. the day that there was no Korean dramas on Netflix. Like, <laughs> there was nothing. And then one of the first ones was, like, Strong Woman, Tobong Soon. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, I can do this. Like... <laughs> Getting into K-dramas is a whole other story. Like, I I did not until very recently, I don't think. So, yeah, that's that's just another story. But in general, Korea, cool, nice, amazing. Cool, nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, like, for people that are just wondering if they should get into K-pop, just listen to it. Like, honestly. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah, it's it's music. It doesn't really matter if you can understand it or not. Like, it's just music. As like, Rat saw... Monster always says, music transcends language. It <laughs> <laughs> was so profound. Thank yes. you, RM. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like... the Oh, also like the whole thing with like Parasite. That's also a whole different story. Just ama- how amazing mm. and so wonderful that a non-foreign movie could win yeah i agree that that was a very historical moment but at the same time i do have my doubts about it because i feel like the academy was getting a lot of backlash on being like primarily white and their decisions being 
white. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this has been an issue for like a really long time. And then for them to um, announce best film as Parasite was like, is this like trying to regain your credibility mm-hmm. or like, is this out of sympathy or like, is this to mm-hmm. make yourself look better? So there are a lot of questions behind that, honestly. But I do think that it was ultimately a good move and that yeah. Korea should be very proud. Like, I remember my dad, like like I said, he's super Korean pride, go per, like, go Korea. But mm-hmm. I was in Boston and he was in California. And he was, like, texting me as the Oscars were playing. And every single time Parasite won an award, he would text me. He'd, like, he'd be like, oh, my God, Katie Parasite got best blah 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 blah. Kid, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. And then he went wild when Parasite got best film. Uh huh. Um, yeah, he's very at any time. Seriously, literally any time that Korea comes up anywhere, he'd be like, "Oh, that's my country. Like, that's so. Cute. That is my nation." <laughs> yeah. That was me, but like with my dad, because he wasn't watching, but I was watching at school, and like me and my roommate went also crazy when they won yes yeah that was just that was amazing honestly it was yeah but to wrap it up thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode i hope you enjoyed it and i will definitely be back with more episodes to come and yeah everybody stay healthy and stay safe and have a great summer everyone Bye. bye